the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. As some of our listeners know, before we get started, Randall switches from his very noisy keyboard to his quiet keyboard. Now, you know, like I have, here's my quiet keyboard. The only reason you hear that tap is because it makes a tapping noise as an error message when there's nothing to type on. But if I were to physically type something into a text field where I can actually type, it would sound like this. You see how loud that is? Listen yeah, turn it down, eh? Yeah, and listen, it's assaulting my ears. And it takes a lot to assault my ears after years of rock and roll and deprivation. But seriously speaking, our guest Tim Swartz was telling us that there's a keyboard out there, a computer keyboard, that very closely resembles a traditional electric typewriter, even with the carriage return, is it, Tim? Yes, yes, that's what I saw. Now, I don't know if it actually you know, can move back and forth, uh, but that would be great if it did. Just think, a moving carriage, typing digital keystrokes. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many people in our audience would even know what that is or would even appreciate that tactile feel that the old-fashioned typewriters used to give us. I've got well, an old Smith Corona somewhere, but Gene, just before we got started, you said you actually worked with, with typesetting, like on, a, like on an actual printing press at one time. Well, we worked on what they call cold typesetting, where you would type something and then you'd develop some photographic paper that would produce the images, the letters, instead of actually using hot type. So we called it cold typesetting or photo typesetting. Cold typesetting would be a machine like the IBM Composer, where it was designed by IBM, very much like S-Electric, with proportional spacing, like you have with traditional typesetting characters, where each character has a different width. So the I is narrower than the G, for example, to visualize what we all accept without questioning. With the IBM, you had to type it twice. But if you had the expensive kind, which we didn't, it would put out a punch card and you type it once and then let the punch card redo it with justified margins for newspapers and magazines and such like that. So that was so long ago. And then we had phototype setting machines where they were basically built in cameras that would take pictures of the letter forms and you develop them in a developing machine. And that's the kind of systems I'd work on years ago. Nobody cares about any of this. Well, some people think it's kind of cool. So I had had an old Smith Corona. That was just too much work. I mean, I used it because I I like typing stuff out sometimes. But then I got another Smith Corona that was like a hybrid. It wasn't the Selectric with the ball. It had a daisy wheel in it. Like if you guys remember those things, it was, Mm -hmm. and you could change the daisy wheel and it had a little tiny L- LCD screen on it, which would actually auto-justify. And I thought this was like, wow, I can auto-justify on this. I can see what I'm going to type beforehand. I can change the daisy wheel on it. And it, its memory was a floppy disk. I've still got the thing. And what's cool about it is if you need to do something like a carbon copy, because the daisy wheel uses impact, it will actually do carbon copies still. Well, you know what? When I first put out a magazine, we used a mimeograph machine. 
where you had a stencil and the stencil would have some kind of translucent letter forms that when you ran it through a roller with ink, it would make impressions. Right. Those are fairly common, I think. Or am I thinking of something else? Like they used to have them in high school where they'd have a, it was like a thin metal plate that they would make somehow that would make copies and you turned it with a crank and out would come come your copies. Well, this was in metal. Normally it was some kind of plastic kind of material that they used. As I recall the stencil used for mimeograph machines. Now, we had that stuff in the 60s, but I realized early on it was a really difficult thing to do. And finally, in our first magazine, Cafe at Tour, we got enough money together to go to a printing place where they used an offset machine where they'd take a picture of your typewritten copy and then they would make a print out of it. I mean, this takes us back to, like I said, the 60s. Boy, things have changed. Nowadays, of course, when you get all these books that people put out themselves, print on demand, what they're printed on is not a traditional printing press, but kind of like a modified Xerox machine, a copying machine that can collate and then bind the books and make a finished book. It's totally wild. Like back at, when we start talking about, you know, back in the 60s, that's when I was I would be just a child then um, you guys would be a little bit older, but even as I, I got older through the, into the seventies and the eighties, and then people started talking about, well, you know, cashless society. And I thought, no way that just will never happen. The day that, that, you know, I stop using cash, that's, that, that just won't happen. But I don't think I've paid now in cash for anything in about six months. Hmm. It's just it all goes on to my Visa card so I can get the points. And then I pay that at the bank electronically. You know, (laughs) it's just the world is it's like we're living in some kind of with the pandemic, some kind of dystopian sci fi future world. Well, you know, a lot of credit cards, as you know, there are systems that use a tap. So if you have these little squirrely things on your credit card, you can tap it on the terminal very lightly and it will record your transaction. You don't even have to insert it or slide it anymore. I guess that's the ultimate protection. Why we're talking about this, I don't know. But I think we like to say that maybe in the world of technology, things have changed. But in the UFO field, it never seems to change, Tim. It's like Anytime we've had you on the Paracast, we've had you on a few times over the years, and of course your compatriot Tim Beckley, we talk about whether there will be disclosure or a final revelation of the truth about UFOs, whatever that might be. But that's the same discussion we've had since the 1950s. And now in light of this Pentagon UAP task force, Tim, do you think it's going to make a difference after six months when they have to deliver a report? I doubt it. <laughs> after after being in this as, as many years as I have, I, I, I really don't think so. I mean, it, it seems like information comes out in, you know, dribbles, a drop here and a drop there. So maybe 100 years from now, 
uh, we may have a clearer picture than we have now. But I think even then, um, unless something dramatic happens, like the uh, proverbial uh, UFOs landing on the White House lawn, God forbid, um, that uh, we may never know. Uh, so many people, I think, depend on the idea that somebody else has all the information and we're just waiting uh, for that information to be released. But I have my doubts whether or not the, that there's any central bureaucracy that is the holder of this central information and just waiting for the right time to give it out, uh, knowing that the way uh, government works I doubt if there is. You know, the, one group may have some information, another group may have more. You know, private corporations may have uh, information. Possibly none of the above that I just mentioned even realize that anybody else has uh, information. So, unless, you know, somebody is really, really good at bringing everybody together, uh, it's, you know, it, 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 it's just a grand, you know, cluster, you know what. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be great if we could actually find someone that could bring the ufology community together? You know, I think this is a okay. A we, nice you know, this is dream, ladies and gentlemen. We're listening to the Pipe Dream Express. Yeah. We've got Jay Randall Murphy, Tim Swartz, Gene Steinberg. All this means is that you're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. The stress levels of Americans may be at an all-time high. From education to business to basic needs to politics, the 2020 pandemic-related stressors are pushing many of us to near breaking point. That's why you should consider the stress and pain-relieving products from sunny-bay.com, like our lavender neck wraps and pads infused with premium Washington lavender buds. They relieve tension and relax with a soothing scent of lavender. And lifestyle expert Jennifer Bonner recommends products from Sunny Bay. Sunny Bay's hands-free neck wrap should be your go-to pain relief solution. Give gifts to family and friends that relieve stress and pain. Give love and care by giving the best. Give pillows, neck wraps, and body wraps from sunny-bay.com, a Biomed DB design company. Just click sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? 
We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? 92 thousand dollars ouch the irs left no room for jake to breathe they put a lien on my house took all the money out of my bank account took money out of my paychecks so it was a nightmare he needed help fast i figured that all these companies were the same until i called federal tax management you could just tell they knew what they were talking about right then and there i felt like i had some hope stop the liens levies and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special irs programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt so how to go for jake they did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out? Out of the equation, GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. No, you're not going to get people together. I mean, look at the political world. People say anytime I bring up politics, oh, I'm bringing up politics on the power cash. And then if it's not their politics, it's worse. It's worse than even religion. So I'll just put it this way. A third of the population in the United States of America, and we're now doing this show roughly three months after the 2020 election. And that... One third of America does not believe that the president of the United States, Joseph R. Biden Jr., is really president. It's still Donald Trump. And on March 6th, the original date for inauguration is it March 6th. I forget was sometime in early March. The original date. I think it's March 4th. March 4th. March 4th is what they're saying. I sit corrected, sir. March 4th, (laughs) he will come out of retirement and take over and say, I am your president. And that's what they think is going to happen. And then other people have a different reality. And we have a society where that's going on. And because that's going on, how can we get together on anything? UFOs? Get together on UFOs? Ha ha. I don't believe it. Sorry. I agree. I agree. I, ha- I have this uh, this this vision of uh, on March the fourth, uh, Biden having a, a press conference where he'll do like a, a Mission Impossible, where he'll reach down and pull off this mask, and it's Donald Trump underneath. <laughs> well, then he'd have to gain sixty pounds. 
Now, how would you do that? You see, that's the thing I always wondered about Mission Impossible, the famous Mission Impossible mask. And that is maybe you could duplicate the face. Maybe with electronics on your voice box, you could duplicate the voice. But what about the physicality? I mean, Tom Cruise is a short guy, what, five, six, five, seven. So he has to impersonate people who are short. So I think here, I don't know how tall Joe Biden is. Maybe he's the same height roughly as Donald Trump, who wears platform shoes to make himself taller. But he'd have to gain 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. Well, what will happen, actually, this is what will happen. After he pulls off the mask and it exposes Trump, then he'll pull off another mask and it'll actually be Alec Baldwin. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Let me check the height. Now, Joe Biden is six feet tall. I'm, I'm going on here. Barack Obama is six foot one. Donald Trump claims to be six foot three. But when you see him in a photograph next to Obama, he's shorter. Obama being six foot one, we assume Donald Trump is five foot 11 or six feet. Okay? Are, does this make any sense, anyone? Maybe he will take off his mask. And I'll repeat a plot line from the Supergirl TV show. And this is back like second or third season where Linda Carter, who played Wonder Woman on TV, she plays the president of the United States. And it's revealed in this episode that she is from another planet. So maybe Biden takes off his mask and he's clat too. <laughs> Kang or Kodos from the Sim- uh, Simpsons. <laughs> oh, right. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Gotta love those guys. Those but you are. see, he'd have to grow because Michael Rennie, the late Michael Rennie, was six foot four. Right. Well, I mean, there we are. Okay, so we're talking about uh, the site, of course, here on Conspiracy Journal, Tim, along with Timothy Green Beckley. You know, the conspiracy, it's like that was another, you know, conspiracy inside a conspiracy inside another conspiracy. (laughs) What is the latest conspiracy anyway? I mean, politics. I mean, we can (sighs) we can talk conspiracies if, you know, we can't talk politics. We can sure talk conspiracies. Right. Like. You know, is Antifa a real thing or or not? Uh, (laughs) You know, know, I'm almost embarrassed now about conspiracies. I mean, because, you know, I've I've researched conspiracies for years and years and years. And, you know, I think I've developed a a fairly good, uh, you know, like a blue sense to, you know, like what, what could be possible and what's just, you know, utter hogwash. But now it's just like, you know, it, it's like the floodgates to crazy have been opened. And now it's, you know, you read some of this stuff that's that's being put out there on social media and YouTube and stuff. And it, it is. It's just like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> how can how can people like, you know, how can people believe this? But. You know, I mean, I've gotten letters over the years from people who have, uh, you know, like their own proof for various kinds of of conspiracy. But but now it's it's really gotten almost mainstream with this this the the sheer. I I don't want to keep using the word crazy, but that's that's what it seems to be. So, I mean, to, uh, to, to me. When you look at this stuff, it's just like, 
Um, okay, no, no, I was, <laughs> I never did any research on conspiracy theory. But actually, I, I suppose that it's just kind of par for the course when it comes to this kind of stuff, because every, every G, uh, generation sees its own forms or, or belief systems coming about. I think that it, it's, it's kind of unique now to the extent that you have social media playing such uh, a, a big role in all of this and, and how information is able to get across the world and, you know, really in almost an instant. I mean, you know, uh, like Gene, you know, and myself, you know, I mean, you know, we come from the days when a lot of most of the information either went across the mail or you know uh, over the telephone if you could afford the long distance um and, and so it took a while for some of this uh, stuff to get around now you know you have somebody make a meme that uh, like we were talking about you know where you know they pull the mask off and it's actually you know somebody else underneath uh you know you've got a worldwide audience who are like yeah that's true <laughs> yeah and it can go viral and have millions of oh. people within just a few minutes if you've got the server power to go along with it i mean it, yeah and you're totally right like i uh, with timothy green beckley i became a member of his group ufoil the ufo investigators league years ago mm-hmm. and oh i remember gosh. you know i cut out the little application in the, the ufo magazine and i put it in an envelope and mailed it away and waited for i don't know how many weeks or months or whatever and finally i got it and uh Later, I started my own group, which was USI, Ufology Society International. We had we got up to, you know, 2,000-something members in 22 countries. And, but I did that by putting an ad in what up here was called the Bargain Finder, which had a section in the back called FAPIA, which was the Free Advertising Paper International something. And it was just a little ad, but it went all around in different countries, and people would, would – see that and then they'd write a letter and I'd get the letter and then I would send them back their stuff and that's just how it worked (laughs) by the way we're going to do a station break now we're going to take the station and crack it in half for about four minutes and then we will reassemble the station after four minutes and come back with Tim Swartz we'll have Jay Randall Murphy and Gene Steinberg I know you can't figure out anything I just said because I can't either You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions, silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? 
It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. Former President Donald Trump was acquitted Saturday in his second impeachment trial by a 57-43 vote, the Senate finding him not guilty of inciting the riots at the Capitol on January 6th. Trump defense lawyer Bruce Castor says House impeachment managers left several holes in their case. He tells Fox News that multiple aspects of their arguments were working against them. They failed miserably on all sorts of grounds, not the least of which is the jurisdiction over uh, somebody out of office. The Constitution is quite plain that uh, once you're out of office, uh, that's the only active remedy uh, upon uh, uh, the bringing of an impeachment article. Uh, And then, of course, they were wrong on the law as it relates to the First Amendment and due process. they even blew it when, when they wrote the uh, article of impeachment by failing to break it out into counts. So uh, any one of those things uh, was a loser for them. This is USA Radio News. With the impeachment trial for former President Trump in the rearview mirror, many in Congress are looking to move forward to other issues, like a COVID relief bill. But Congressman Andrew Garbarino believes that will be a very partisan piece of legislation. The New York Republican tells Fox News there doesn't seem to be any effort from the other side of the aisle to want to negotiate over that bill. As we just saw this past week with the uh, COVID relief package, uh, the Democrats would not accept any Republican amendment in any committee. This bill is going to be a partisan bill. Uh, I would be very surprised if, you know, any Republicans, if, if, if not just a, if there are just a handful that vote to support it. Uh, it is as partisan as can be, and I think that's uh, that's what we're looking at right now. It, it doesn't look like there's any negotiation on the other side uh, coming from the Speaker's office. I think it's her way or the highway uh, from what she's doing right now. This is USA Radio News. The following is a paid announcement. The advertiser was paid a marketing fee for a digital campaign. Please make sure to review our disclaimer on our report page. The new year is here, and the time is now to capitalize on the unprecedented boom in the U.S. markets. Here's just one example of what you can get with your free subscription to the CB Industry Report. The legal cannabis market is making huge moves since the election, and the market is projected to grow to $47 billion by 2025. The companies that we've identified are set to disrupt this multi-billion dollar industry, Get your free subscription to the CB Industry Report now when you text the word now to 48542. Get this red-hot intelligence delivered directly to your mobile device so you can make decisions as market conditions change. If you're interested in our hit list of the hottest stocks to look at in 2021, then text the word now to 48542. Text now to 48542. And don't get left behind in 2021 where unprecedented trading ideas for you to research are waiting. Text the word now to 48542. This is Big the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Exactly according to my plan. We've put the station back together again because we're here on the Paracast with Tim, Jean, and Randall. Talking about the past, it's kind of like the old days of Saturday morning TV Mm. where somebody on the show would say, Take 10 cents, stick it in an envelope, mail it to whatever. 
And then four or five weeks later, you get the membership card or whatever the merchandise is. And they merchandise heavily that way. Now, of course, you say go to this site, use the keyword Flamingo, and suddenly you get a discount on something. <laughs> oh, heck, now they even have like a, 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 a not a barcode. I can't, I can't think of what the word is. But, you know, all you have to do is just uh, with your phone, scan this barcode. and uh, It's a QR code. There you go. There you go. And, you know, you're, you're automatically a member. Yeah, I, I still have on my bulletin board here in my office, I still have a collection of membership cards that uh, as a kid, like you said, Gene, you know, sent away for, to, you know, I got like the, the Vampirilla fan club, and, you know, the Man From Uncle, you know, fan oh, club. Oh, you've got a Man From Uncle card? Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> and, a, and, a, uh, and a plastic ba- badge, too, that's you know, awesome. triangle in shape that says Uncle number six. Oh, know? that is super mm. awesome. I, I kind of <laughs> like to pattern my first ufo club when i was in elementary school after the man from uncle because i thought it was such a cool tv tv show robert vaughn right mm-hmm. yep yeah yep. oh yeah that was just great for anyone who happens to be listening who is a member of usi there's people i haven't sent their membership cards out i just became overwhelmed with a whole bunch of things in life you know if you send me an email Again, with your updated address and everything else, I will still send that out. I just need you to write again and uh, get back in touch because we our site has changed addresses and emails and stuff over the years. And so I know you're all out there somewhere, but it would be nice to get back in touch with you. You know, we were talking uh, earlier about conspiracies and and how uh, the whole conspiracy genre really seems to have have taken off you know in in such a a weird direction but one of the things that i that i've noticed with a lot of this is that you haven't seen a lot of the ufo angle being played within this now i've seen some people who are really involved in, you know, one of these, you know, uh, political conspiracy groups. I'm not going to mention the name because it's like Beetlejuice. If you say it, you know, three times, it'll show up in your house. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes, you know, they've brought up like reptilian agenda or, you know, the, but, Mm -hmm. but really to me, it's, it's kind of odd because the UFO aspect of conspiracy theory has really played such a predominant role throughout the past you know, you know 50, at least 50 years, uh, you know, if not more. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's interesting on how, at least so far, of course, now that I'm saying this, you know, my email box is going to be flooded with, uh, you know, people sending me examples that they've run across, but that uh, you haven't seen the UFOs and they're uh, um, either you know benevolent or, or, or evil occupants, you know, depending on which uh, group you're talking to, are you know are, are playing a role in uh, the, the the modern conspiracy world. Yeah, it's out there, but it's not as on the, you know on the front burner as it used mm. to be. Well, I mean, now and then it does. I mean, when they had this whole Nimitz thing came out, and the New York Times had it on—I think it was on their front page at one point. I mean, yeah, I mean it, it's there, and it's always been an undercurrent. And I think I mean this goes back to. I mean, if we go back to the golden age of ufology, we're talking about back to, you know, from the late 40s right through the 60s. So we're more than half a century, 70s, 
70 years. This has been in our lives, and it is in every aspect of our culture now in mm-hmm. some form or another, whether it's on the front or it's just kind of hiding in the background noise, the background radiation well, especially considering in the 80s and 90s, you had a lot of people who very seriously entertained the idea that the space people had managed to infiltrate society in, you know, certain aspects, you know, a political corporation or just, you know, walking around uh, out on the street. So, again, it, it surprises me that we haven't seen that crop up yet uh of course whoever is the disinformation artist behind a lot of these uh modern conspiracy theories that 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 really seem to be running predominant on on social media i suppose they just haven't gotten to the uh the 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 evil aliens and 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 it's always you know it's always the evil aliens you know uh, of course you know that's what makes this the the whole right. modern you know conspiracy thing yeah fun. we've always got this yeah. binary sort of way of looking at it it's it's right. either the benevolent space brothers who are here to save us usually from ourselves mm-hmm. or or they're the evil aliens that are here to abduct us and do you know uh, outlandish experiments on us kind of thing and maybe even take over the world if not infiltrate the government so but there you know then there's a few people that say well, you know, maybe it's neither. Maybe they're just like looking at us like they would any other kind of wildlife on the planet. And, uh, you know, once in a while, they, they take an interest in, in our species and instead of polar bears or seals or whatever else they happen to be looking into, you know, and, and really, you know, a lot of people don't think of that possibility because we want to think of ourselves, human beings, as being the most special thing on the planet. <laughs> well, and and then again, uh, a lot of these conspiracy theories also uh, have a religious aspect to them. And if you start bringing, you know, playing that card, then that a lot of times just completely throws out the idea that there could even be other intelligent life in the universe. I mean, you know, we're, we're the only ones. Uh, the universe was made strictly for us, and that's it. You know, everything else that uh, may uh, be here that uh, is, is playing the role of uh, extraterrestrials is demonic or, or you know, uh, you know in, insert popular word here. Uh, but uh, now, now that I'm saying that, you know, I, I have seen a couple of the uh, the more recent uh, conspiracy th- uh, memes going around that uh, the UFO phenomena, and you know, and of course, this isn't this isn't anything new when it uh, when it comes to UFOs, uh, but that you know you're dealing with with agents of of, of the devil, demons, and stuff because uh, it's the end times and they're you know prepping us for uh, that uh, 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 the the rapture when everybody's going to be taken above and the rest of us will be left here to uh, burn and writhe in the flames. <laughs> well, you know, my wife's late uncle, Lewis Kaplan, believe that. He mm-hmm. was one of these Jews for Jesus movements. And they gave me a copy of a UFO book. It was a sci-fi book. But the book theory was that 
This was something that heralded the rapture. Of course, that theory is probably no crazier than the one I heard the other day that we've all heard of now, where Jews from space were using <laughs> lasers to create the fires, forest fires in California. And I'm thinking, you know, California has over a million Jews, okay? Over a million people in California are Jewish. Why would Jews shoot laser beams to set forest fires and maybe kill fellow Jews or at least injure them? Well, see, and that's, that is part of uh, the, the so-called modern or, 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 or more recent uh, uh, conspiracy theories that are bringing into play some of the, the older aspects. And I'm talking about the Protocols of Zion, which, you know, uh, actually was, was put together, I guess, by um, uh, 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 in, in Russia. Uh, I can't, like at the end of the 19th century, I can't remember exactly when it was. As we try to remember when it was, we'll break with Tim, Jean, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. 
Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at ImmuneSupportNow.com. That's ImmuneSupportNow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. February is Heart Month. Every year for the month of February, to show our appreciation to Extendivite's faithful customers, we have a sale. If you would like to try Extendivite, now is the time to get a few months ahead and really give Extendivite the time to show you how it works. Most of Extendivite's long-term customers wait for this sale to stock up. People and doctors tell us about the unbelievable improvements that they have experienced in their overall health not just the heart. Extendivite wants you to experience the power of these herbs. Get a four-month supply for only $115 for either the capsules or tincture. Please take advantage of this once-per-year sale and get healthy for life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extendivite. This is Jacques Vallée, you're listening to the podcast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Tim Swartz joins us. He's a, he's a colleague of Tim Beckley and therefore has written many thousands of magazine articles and books. And now we're talking about conspiracy theories. And it seems that there is a conspiracy theory behind every corner. Mm-hmm. If you want to believe something wacky, there's somebody there who believes it or who spreads it. And nowadays, of course, you go online unless they've awakened and censored the claim. You can say almost anything, no matter how crazy. And if a few people pick it up, then they forward it or retweet or something. And that goes to a few more people. And within an hour, a million people have got this stupid rumor. Well, what do you guys think about this? What's been going on with this deplatforming people where there's, they're just uh, taking people's accounts and suspending them or kicking them off the system or doing what they call shadow banning, which I didn't even know what that was until the other day, where they, they'll take and make sure that if somebody does a search for you, that you end up on page 39 instead of, you know, at the front. All ISPs and web hosts, they have a terms of service, as we do on the PowerCast. And if you advocate violence or hate, they have the right to terminate you. These are all private companies. And so they have the right to create a set of rules of the road for their system and enforce them. And we have no right because 
They're private companies. It's not the same thing as the government having some kind of regulation about freedom. So, for example, in the U.S., freedom of speech, the First Amendment doesn't apply necessarily to private companies. It applies to the government to prohibit free speech. On the other hand, if you advocate for violence, as I said, violent behavior, if you say kill Freddy and it's serious, not something that's just a joke. And by the way, I apologize to everybody named Freddy. Nothing personal because they'll go after me. The, the point being that if you advocate that kind of hate speech or violence, they have a right to terminate you and they should. Now, in terms of politics, it's gotten to a point where there is so much demonstrably false information being spread that now, in terms of someone really popular, like a famous politician, they will put some kind of note. There is a level of censorship there, but not in terms of someone who's just an ordinary person. If you're a political figure and you're saying something that is by every definition of the term, demonstrably, provably false, they might put some kind of note about it. But unless it's hate speech, they will not necessarily censor you. Again, these are private companies. They have the right to do that, whatever they want. If you don't like it, use another service. Simple as that. If you're a stockholder in the company, then you maybe have the right to express your point of view to the management of the company, say, change the policy. But there is a law in the U.S. that ISPs, web hosts, etc., are not liable for the content. So in theory, if somebody posts hate speech in the Paracast forums, technically, technically, we can't be sued for it. We do a pretty good job of, of keeping that sort of stuff out but we also we're also one of the more liberal ones we're talking here about the paracast community forums uh by the way audience you can go there and and uh participate and you know you're pretty well free to express yourself a lot more than some forums that's for sure Hmm. but you know when you're talking about the kind of power that the media and some of these platforms have these days to influence the you know, elections and the course of your your entire nation's politics, then this is very different than in days gone by when we were talking about at the beginning of the show where, you know, we got a newspaper or there was something and and those could be influential, but but not like the power that they have today. So maybe we need to rethink the rights of companies to be able to influence politics based on their own particular views, whether they want one particular candidate to win over another, should corporations have the power to be able to decide elections? Like, what do you think, Tim? Well, you know, it it used to be when people still read uh, uh, physical newspapers, most cities would have uh, uh, several different uh, uh, newspapers that would you know one would be a liberal newspaper the other one would be a conservative and uh, so you know if if you chose to read both you know i mean you would you'd be able to get you know both sides and then you'd have one that would be you know neutral uh so you were able to get you know kind of like you know all sides of the story nowadays with uh you know one company 
owning practically uh, every single media outlook in 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 a city or all of the ones in in uh, in states and this includes television stations as well i mean it's it's a lot easier to push a certain political point of view to the extent that if you know, somebody is not really paying that much of attention, you know, they're going to think that, you know, well, yeah, that's, uh, that is what is actually going on. You know, they're not able to see or, you know, uh, different points of view. And that's, and, and that's one of the problems as well when it comes to um, the, the consumption of information now uh, over the internet is that, um, uh, you know, people have a tendency to go and seek out information that is is already going to conform to their point of view. It's it's uh, it's called like an echo chamber. I think is what the term is. Right. And so uh, if if you're going that route, you can find yourself falling deeper and deeper into that abyss. Uh, I know I've I've been reading some stories recently about uh, uh, people who are now just kind of, uh, of uh, have clawed their way out of it and are saying that uh, you know they they were reading nothing but stories that were fitting their point of view and it just got crazier and they got crazier and you know pretty soon you had people thinking that uh, there's going to be you know men in black knocking on the doors coming inside and uh, uh, taking their children away to be eaten uh, so well, there is a movement by the way I, that suggests that people from one political party will consume yes. the fetuses or babies Oh man! Or yeah, yeah or right. or they're, or they're pedophiles. We have to get rid of pedophiles. So everybody in this one party is a pedophile. And of course, we have the theory that somebody that some pizza place in Washington D.C. was harboring children who were kidnapped or something like that, or was a pedophile source. And somebody goes to that store with a gun. And he was arrested for it. I mean, some of these theories are crazy. Now, it's not like liberal versus conservative, Republican versus Democrat versus libertarian versus independent. It is totally, as they say, wackadoodle. It is completely crazy theories. But I think we should focus on our corner of the world here, the paranormal corner. And as we said, there are some wacky theories one, of course, as we mentioned earlier at the beginning of the segment and the end of the previous one with regard to UFOs being the spawn of the devil. Not that it's about religion and UFOs because that's a viable subject. And in one of our near-term shows, we'll bring back a religious scholar, David Halper, an old friend of mine, who will talk about UFOs in the Bible in a very factual sense. So that's going to be a real fascinating episode coming up in a couple of weeks. So there is a sense of logic to want to talk about whether events depicted in ancient times relate to that. But that's not like a conspiracy theory or like UFOs necessarily representing some demonic force. Not that UFOs, or at least some of them, aren't evil in some way. Maybe they are. I mean, there's a theory here that E.T. is here to create a race of hybrids. 
part human, part alien, and their end goal is to infiltrate government quietly. So ETs, hybrids, take over, and then sometime in the future, next week or a thousand years from now, whatever, will take over without firing a shot. They will infiltrate our government. And we'll wake up one day and ETs in charge doing their thing. We're going to do our thing in another segment with Tim Swartz, Gene Steinberg, J. Randall Murphy. You're in. Top Aircast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So let's look at paranormal conspiracies, obviously the one about demonic UFOs and such. What's your slant on all this, Tim? The interesting thing about the UFO phenomena is that it has a tendency to mold itself into whatever uh, a person's uh, belief structure is. If you have somebody who is researching UFOs to the extent that it becomes almost an obsession, and they are thinking that they are seeing 
plenty of evidence that UFOs represent visitors from uh, an extraterrestrial source, then lo and behold, all the evidence that starts coming into them seems to confirm that theory. Some of these researchers have even had uh, uh, experiences of their own where they'll uh, uh, they'll see a UFO land and uh, the occupants come out and say you know hi we're you know we're from the uh, Pleiades and uh, we're uh, we we've been here for a thousand years uh, uh, studying the earth and uh, keep up the good work you're on the right track then you have somebody else who is uh, thinking that UFOs uh, are from a uh, an ancient civilization from the hollow earth and uh, then again They'll have a, a, a similar experience where they'll uh, be visited. You know, people come knock on their doors and you know say, "Hi, you know, we're from the Hollow Earth," and that's what really makes the whole UFO phenomena fascinating to me. Is that uh, you know we were talking earlier about an echo chamber uh, with uh, uh, people uh, finding information you know, online, books, magazines, whatever that seem to conform that that conform to their own belief systems. Well, the UFO phenomena uh, a lot of times seems to do this on its own, which you know then it makes it makes me wonder. Is the UFO phenomena and other paranormal uh, phenomena to that extent conforming itself to the belief structure of the individuals um, uh, uh, where, you know, where, where, the, where we have the control over it or vice versa, whether or not it's a separate independent intelligence that is playing this this game, so to speak. You know, there's John Doe down there. He believes that, you know, we're from uh, 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 Alpha Centauri. Well, you know, we're going to be from Alpha Centauri. You know, the guy next door, he thinks that uh, we're, uh, you know, fairies and brownies and elves. And, uh, you know, so, you know, let's, let's disguise ourselves and, you know, we go, you know, capered around in his garden wearing little green hats and, and things like that. I think you're really on to something with that. Like we say on the show here, you, what you're describing is, is what we say, the phenomena tends to mirror the worldview of the experiencer. And so this is exactly what you get. Now, there may be some combination of that going on where you have, say, different authors that write about it, and they'll pick different kinds of subject matter mm -hmm. that some of it might be like way out there. Like we're looking at, at your site right now, uh, the conspiracy journal at UFO review.tripod.com. And you know, I'm noticing one here it's, you know, are there vampires in space, alien bloodlust. Right. And, and, you know, I look at this and I go, Oh man, that is way out there on the fringe. And yet, you know, we have these stories of chupacabras and aliens and, and, where animals have been sucked dry of blood, we have the cattle mutilation phenomena, and and you start to go, well, it sounds way out there, but there, people are experiencing these things, and I don't think there'd be anybody that that says that cattle mutilation phenomena isn't real, right? So we don't necessarily want to write it off right away as being just something that's way out there. We need to take an objective look at it and go, there are all these different ways of looking at it. And so, like you say, Tim, some of it is so out there, but it's still what makes it really fascinating, the breadth of this, the imagination that goes into it. And, and if you can be objective about it and go, oh, yeah, sure. Well, 
you know, that's that's fine. Scott Corrales writes about this. I think that's interesting. I don't necessarily know what to believe about it, but I think it's interesting. And 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 this kind of brings us to one of the books that you're featuring on your site right now. And, and so we might as well talk about that a little bit. Alien Lives Matter. It's okay to be gray. Tell us a little bit about this book. I mean, I love the title. It's It's got yourself, Tim R. Swartz, Timothy Green Beckley, Sean Castile, and over one dozen independent researchers. So what's this book about? Oh, you've you've just made Tim Beckley really happy by bringing this book up. This 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 is our newest one, by the way, that uh, just uh, just came out last week. And uh, uh, fascinating, uh, fascinating book because a lot of our books that 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 we have have published deal with people having unpleasant encounters with UFOs. Some people have pleasant encounters with UFOs and, and, and their occupants. Uh, a, a big section of Alien Lives Matter deals with people who have actually physically attacked UFOs, their occupants, what have you. Uh, and, and, you know, like you're talking about with the, uh, the 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 alien vampires book, I mean, you know, there there's enough information to fill a book, a big book. This book's about 500 pages plus. Um, but if you go and look at all of the information that has been gathered over the years, uh, there have been. A, a, a huge number of cases of, of people who have really reacted violently when they have come into contact uh, with UFOs from, you know, the, 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 the hunters who have uh, shot at UFOs that fly overhead. And of course, I mean, you know, we've, we've heard the stories about uh, various um, air forces around the world who, you know, their, their jets have been told to, to attack UFOs that have been uh, coming into their airspace. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, a lot of these cases that we have in Alien Lives Matter uh, deal with these, uh, you know, these one-in-one -one encounters, you know, the, the, the poor person who uh, is... Uh, you know, in their in their bed at night, and all of a sudden uh, find themselves confronted with the uh, the, the the big eyed, uh, big headed greys, and have uh, uh, fought back with guns, machetes, whatever they they have. Um, so it's uh, it, it, it's really a fascinating book, and uh, again, this brings into the idea that. We may not be necessarily dealing with just one type of phenomena. Uh, researchers, I mean, uh, a lot of UFO researchers, they love to glom onto one part. UFOs are extraterrestrial spacecraft. UFOs are uh, products of the imagination. You know, UFOs are you know, from from the hollow Earth. And uh, I think that when you look at a lot of these individual cases, you see that maybe all of the above, you know, could be true, or none of it, uh, you know, could be true. I, I I think that there is with 
all of this diverse type of paranormal phenomena, UFOs, cryptic creatures, ghosts, what have you, that there may be a part of it that is actually happening. You know, that, you know, people who see, uh, some people who see Bigfoot, you know, I think they're actually seeing some kind of, you know, physical uh, creature out there. Uh, but there is another phenomena or a series of phenomena that mimics these things. That's why you get these stories about people, say, seeing Bigfoot that will uh, run across the highway and then just vanish in a flash of light. Now, as far as I know, you know, a, a physical hominid of some sort doesn't have that ability and same thing would go with uh, maybe ufo phenomena that you, you may actually have you know extraterrestrial craft that are visiting us from other planets but then there is another part that may be localized on this planet all planets who knows who knows what's going to come from these announcements with tim Jean and randall you're in the paracast <laughs> Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Times are certainly uncertain. In fact, the return of food shortages is likely. Don't take chances. Make the decision to acquire a dependable supply of long-lasting emergency food. Food that lasts for up to 25 years in storage, ready the moment you need it. There's an old saying, failing to plan means planning to fail. Don't wait for the next crisis. Have a three-month, six-month, or even one-year supply of food on hand. It's easy and affordable. We're My Patriot Supply, America's leader in emergency preparedness. We've served millions of folks like you for over a decade, and our mission is your survival. Our meals are delicious and provide you with 2,000 calories a day, and our kits arrive quickly and discreetly at your doorstep. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com and feast your eyes on the food that could save your life someday. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Take the pressure off yourself. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and face the future without regrets. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? 
I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Of course, I'm interested in anything where you see the possibility of, say, Earth people shooting at a UFO. And we know the film, the original 1951 film, Day the Earth Stood Still, formed the basis of the pop culture aspect of early UFO contactees. And, of course, in the early scenes of that movie, the spaceship lands and Klaatu is taking something out of his pocket and he's shot down by one of the military officers accidentally or because of fear. So we see here... It's possible, I think, and the image created in that movie is not something that would be impossible, that E.T. would have a mass landing and they'd have something to fear from us because a nervous soldier or somebody might shoot at them and maybe they're not invulnerable and they would be hurt. And then imagine if they have a big, bad robot (laughs) named Gort who fires back at them. It's interesting because people who have had face-to-face experiences with, say, like a landed UFO and, and an occupant that comes out, a lot of times they report that they are overcome with this, and it's been described time and time again as an irrational fear that just sweeps over them. And it's not like... They have been threatened, at least as far as they know, but it's just like this gut fear wells up inside of them to the point where it's like the the, the, the flee or fight instinct comes about. And if a person you know has a gun or some other kind of weapon, a lot of times they have tried to to attack. Uh, a lot of other people have either run away or they've fell down in a flat faint. But what I'm saying is that there is something about this phenomena. Maybe we have an instinct that we know something that is completely alien 
to us. And when I say alien, I don't necessarily mean, you know, extraterrestrial alien, but, you know, just, you know, alien to us that causes the, the, the hair on the back of our neck to rise up and, and our guts to clench up. And we get we we have this just irrational fear. The day the Earth stood still is, I think, a very accurate representation of what would happen if there was that that mass landing. Except I don't think it would be just one soldier shooting. Uh, I think that as soon as the UFO landed, it would be like a Godzilla movie where we'd be attacking it with missiles and and, and uh, guns and, and everything like that. Um, that might be a very but, logical reason for ET not to land. Yes. <laughs> not that they couldn't defeat us, but why get involved? Why cause the problem in the, in the first place? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and I think that if we are dealing with some kind of intelligence that has been with us for quite a long time, uh, this intelligence already knows that, that we're a dangerous species prone to, to violence, prone to, uh, to attacking that which we don't understand and, and fear. Lots of good examples in, uh, in, in alien lives matter uh, and, and I sh- and I should point out gentlemen that uh, another aspect of of this book deals with the um, um, uh, the african-american experience uh, with the UFO phenomena a lot of people have have talked about how uh, there isn't any that uh, it tends to be a uh, you know like a white male uh, over 60 <laughs> uh, uh, interest but that's not necessarily true that's only conservative cable news that has that profile. <laughs> this is not political reference. Look at the demographics. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Look at the demographics for the conservative news channels, Newsmax and Fox. Compare that to the credentials for CNN and MSNBC, which may be more diverse. But frankly speaking, cable news demographics are primarily older people. Kids don't watch this stuff. People under 50 don't watch this stuff. And that's one of the things that, that you know, we wanted to point out in this book is that, you know, not only is there you know, interest in the subject all across the board, uh, uh, you know, with uh, you know, African-Americans, but, uh, you know, there are uh, uh, kids, teenagers who are coming up that uh, are, are, are interested. It's, uh, but I think that a lot of uh, the older researchers have a tendency to look down at them because the ways of gathering information have changed so much, you know, since our days. I mean, you know, I mean, when I was younger, you know, you'd get in the car and actually go to a location uh, to, uh, uh, you know, to, to talk to people. And now you don't necessarily have to do that. I always encourage people, though, that if you have the opportunity to have a face-to-face meeting with somebody who's had a, a strange experience to do so, nothing beats field work when it when it comes to this kind of uh, strange phenomena because you can uncover 
a lot more uh, information than uh, just uh, you know skyping or zooming somebody or, or having an entire conversation uh, with, with email. And uh, yeah, and I th- and I and I think that you know a lot of serious younger uh, researchers uh, understand that uh, though the, there are some who seem to have a disdain for studying older cases uh, because I mean I've seen and I know uh, you two have as well uh, people who will uh, publish cases that. You know, happened you know twenty thirty years ago, and act like that. You know, oh my gosh, you know this this is this is brand new. Nobody has ever written about this stuff before. And like, no, no, uh, <laughs> no, we've uh, this this has been around before. So you know, do you do your homework, people, and uh, uh, research the older cases because you'll find some very interesting uh, connections. Uh, with what's going on now. Now, that always takes us to this Pentagon UAP task force and the stories <laughs> in the New York Times beginning in 2017 that, in a sense, ignore a prior history of UFO investigations. Mm-hmm. It never happened before. Project Blue Book, anyone? <laughs> well, it's true, though. I mean, you know, you, you read these stories and... It, it, it it's like that, oh my gosh, this is all, you know, we've just now discovered that the Air Force has been investigating uh, UFOs. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, they're like, and, and we've discovered that, uh, you know, the, the Air Force and, and the Office of Naval Intelligence has pictures and films of UFOs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just like this, this breathless, uh, 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 you know, a, a admission that, you know, hey, we've, di- we've discovered that, uh, you know, the military, you know, has all this stuff. Ooh, okay. Well, of, yeah. course, <laughs> of course, we have that TV show for two seasons, loosely based on the life of Dr. Hynek Project Blue Book. Tim, mm-hmm. Gene, Randall, you're in. The Paracast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. We've all seen and perhaps use the alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Have you noticed how it dries your skin and as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective? GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Come to GCNteam.com, keyword antibacterial, or call 877-878-4203. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The second impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump ended Saturday with Trump being acquitted of inciting the riots at the Capitol on January 6th. 
57 senators voted to convict, falling short of the two-thirds majority needed for a conviction. Representative Daryl Issa says the outcome was no surprise. The California Republican tells Fox News that the defense was able to poke holes in one of the impeachment managers' biggest accusations against President Trump. Many people may not look at it uh, in real time, but as time goes on and they begin to realize that the defense simply showed where the very words again and again and again and again that they accused President Trump of saying is incitement, people, uh, including the managers, had all used. And so they tried to make the case that it was who said it, not what was said, and that just didn't pass the muster. It didn't change effectively one vote. This is USA Radio News. New York's governor is facing growing calls to resign over a possible cover-up of COVID deaths in the state's nursing homes. Lance Pry has more from the USA Radio News West Coast Bureau. The calls for New York Governor Cuomo to resign because of deadly decisions and now an alleged cover-up are getting louder. In a stunning admission, New York Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo's aide, Melissa DeRosa, is blowing the whistle on New York State's withholding of the true nursing home COVID-19 death count to mislead federal prosecutors. Dexter Wilson tells PIX News his father was one of the deaths. It feels like they're simply numbers and they numbers that could be moved around and manipulated to the, the governor's you know benefit, which is extremely unfortunate because my father was was far from a number. More than 9000 infected coronavirus patients in New York state were released from hospitals and put into nursing homes under Governor Cuomo's mandate. Health Commissioner Howard Zucker is now reporting over 15000 people died from Cuomo's decision. From the West Coast, USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now, there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. I've probably noticed in the past five years that my eyes have gained a lot of fine lines, wrinkles. My crow's feet have gotten deeper. Wow. I was hoping for five years, but that's like what my eyes looked like ten years ago. That is really cool. Wrinkle gone? (laughs) It's easy. Just put it on your finger and go. Now I wish I had more down here because I can still see one wrinkle. It's bugging me. I am a little bit emotional. I Turning 40, I didn't think would be a big deal to me, but that looks like the me that I feel like inside instead of what, um, what I see when I look in the mirror. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. This is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Tim Swartz. Of course, the TV show Project Blue Book, it lasted two seasons. Don't know how many people saw it, maybe a million or so. So in the U.S., at least, what, 330 million people who didn't see the show and therefore don't know that there was some kind of UFO investigation. Not like depicted in that TV show, but something that might be roughly similar to it going on years ago. It was, I watched the first season of it, and, you know, if, if, if anybody was going to go and watch it thinking it was going to be an accurate depiction of what uh, J. Allen Heineck uh, uh, was doing at that time, you know, they were sorely disappointed. And I can understand why the producers went the route that they did, because it probably would not have made it uh, to the second uh, uh, season. Uh, but... 
I don't know. I mean, you know, when it comes to the popular depiction of UFOs, I th- I think that this show is a good example of 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 how Hollywood does it that really leaves the 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 uh, a wrong opinion on the phenomena and how it was researched and uh, I mean you know uh, well yeah, for, okay for the guys who don't know <laughs> yeah but for people say like ourselves who kind of do know mm-hmm. and who can just kind of look past that and go this is entertainment and think oh yeah okay so i you know i remember that case and there's this and this is taking place and and it can be entertaining because we know mm-hmm. and we can we can look at it and go well here are these interesting examples from history that that we know about because we're the insiders, and it, it adds to the entertainment value of the show. But I think you're also absolutely right, where someone who, like you say, maybe hasn't done their homework or isn't as well informed about it, might get the wrong impression. And then they're out saying, hey, did you guys know, like, wow, you know, Jan Allen Hynek, he was like a superhero, you know? <laughs> and, and he kind of is to, to, you know, to the people in the field who know, but not quite the way it was depicted in the show. Right. Well, and it you know it it worries me somewhat that some of the more sensational aspects you know of shows like this might end up in that uh, uh, that, that that collective consciousness uh, with with people thinking it actually happened it, it was real. I mean, you know, we we have trouble enough trying <laughs> to sort out. Uh, the you know the, the just just all of the bad stuff, all the bad information, hoaxes, uh, and, and other things that that have have cropped up over the years when it comes to uh, to UFOs. So then, when you have these shows that for us, I mean, you know, we know, I mean, you know, we watch it; it's it's fun. But then for some people who who you know aren't as privy to the information, haven't taking the time to uh, uh, actually read some books, they'll see this and they're like, oh my gosh, this really happened. They think the Air Force or the CIA was out there, uh, you know, murdering witnesses or, you know, kidnapping uh, researchers and, and, and torturing them to stop them from, you know, telling the truth about uh, UFOs. And, and like, like any interest I think that the reality tends to end up being a lot more mundane <laughs> than than you know Hollywood would uh, uh, like us to think. <laughs> of course, that doesn't sell as as well. No. And uh, but I mean, you know, I think we all remember also, you know, back when the X Files was very mm-hmm. popular too, and and a lot of us would would enjoy the show because there'd be these little allusions to things that were. You know, kind of hidden in the script, like, uh, you know, oh, we saw a UFO out at Ellen's Air Force Base, which is, of course, you know, an anagram for Nellis. And and, then if you know about the Nellis range, you know all about what was, you know, alleged to happen out there by people like Bob Lazar and so on. And that becomes kind of interesting. It's like a little Easter egg in the show. But for people who, you know, there was some people who believed like that these were all like real cases. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, I mean, I you know when when X Files was at the height of its popularity, I, I mean, I had people you know come up to me and 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 ask you know is this all true? Uh, you know, are are all these stories true? I mean, there there was a popular uh, opinion going around that um, that that all the scripts for the X Files were true, that they had actually happened, that but they had just you know the names had been changed to protect the innocent, you know, sort of sort of thing. You know, some of the details. Details may have been changed, but for the most part, all the stories were true. That the uh, uh, the script writers were being given information from the you know the the government whistleblowers, which you know I mean that that whole meme was very popular you know, at that at, at that time. And I'd have you know I'd have to say no 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 it's 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 not true. I mean you know do you do you, do you watch Dracula movies and think of the you know that, that, that that's true? It's a television show. It's entertainment. You know and, and like you like you said, Randall. I mean uh, you know I so said they they would take some of the more you know say like popular types of stories. You know, say like the uh, the the Area Fifty One uh, uh, secret base and the 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 possibility that they were uh, uh, flying around uh, a, a man made uh, flying craft based on technology taken from from crashed uh, saucers, you know. But uh, you know, don't take that as as a a literally true story. A lot exactly. of people are very dis- yeah, a lot of people are very disappointed when I tell them that sort of thing. <laughs> well, g- getting back to your your book, Alien Lives Matter, w- one of the things that I, I really love about this book when I'm looking at the title here is that it's, you can kind of put yourself in the position of maybe an, you know, an alien gray who's, who happens to, you know, if they're watching us uh, close enough, they'll get, they, hey, you know. Like, check out this book, you know, like, it's okay to be gray. You know, it, it's like, it, it puts you in the mind space of, of being the alien. It, it, it forms a kind of connection that is, that is very different from other ways of looking at the subject matter. Well, uh, yeah, I I agree because I mean, you know, we've, uh, we've put out a couple of books that, that, you know, have, have gone to that to that other aspect, uh, uh, you know, the, the the dangerous side of of the UFO phenomena, you know, because you know, face it, I mean, people are interested in in that. I mean, you know, people have been interested in the the idea that uh, uh, UFOs and their occupants aren't just you know friendly long haired space brothers from Venus here to uh, uh, take us into the uh, new age of of, of Aquarius, uh, but um, you know, I, I I think that uh, you know one of the ideas that we were wanting to put across with Alien Lives Matter is that uh, that that yeah uh, uh, you know uh, don't yeah don't shoot first and ask questions later. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, well, and, maybe and, let's ask some questions first <laughs> <laughs> and and see where it goes. Well, and, and, and there's and, also a, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, well. I, uh, well, you're the guest, but I, you know, I just can't. <laughs> I can't help it because it's uh, you know, this is one of the wonderful things about having guests like yourself is to be able to talk about these subjects as well. I, when you were saying earlier how the aliens can take on different forms, and maybe it all is one sort of phenomena, but it takes on these different shapes depending on the situation, then that kind of. Uh, 
like Martin Willis, our guest on our previous show, said, well, you know, maybe they're looking at us like kind of an experiment. And that kind of fits with what you were suggesting about, well, okay, let's let's pattern ourselves after what they expect. Mm-hmm. So if if they're looking at us from that perspective, and now all of a sudden alien lives matter, it's okay to be great. That's like us looking back up out of the, the rat maze or whatever you want to call it and saying, hey, you know, we know you're there. What is it that you need us to do in, in order to understand you better? Maybe E.T. Re- doesn't yeah. want to respond to us or just give us a lot of stories that are fake. We got more to come with Gene Randall. Tim, you're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamil Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to TeamGaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's TeamGaday.com with Longevity. TeamGaday.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Attention real estate investors. Do you need cash immediately? If you own one or multiple rental properties, you can use your equity to get cash out fast. The best part is we don't need tax returns or even a good credit score. At America's Loan Source, we are not a bank and we don't have bank rules. We make the decisions to loan you money and there's no limit how much we can give you. Some clients have gotten as much as $500,000 or more within days. Use the money any way you want if you own one rental property or a hundred and COVID has left you in a cash crunch we can help you turn your equity into fast cash call now for details and close in as little as 10 days and get the cash you need 800-507-6553 
That's 800-507-6553. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product. Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal Hair Care System is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Yeah, it's a relevant question there, Randall, about the aliens, but we have people who claim to have communicated with them. We don't know they're not telling them stories. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, Tim, like in this book, though, it, it's sort of inviting. It's inviting the aliens to look at themselves through our eyes in a way. You know, if we found a book written by aliens that said human lives matter, I mean, we'd want to open it. We we couldn't resist. We would want. I mean, they. I mean, if you believe in an alien visitation, which you know I've often said on the show that I do, I'm a first-hand witness. I think it's absolutely real. And if they've been keeping track of us, they're going to want to read this book too, right? <laughs> like they're they they won't be able to help themselves. I think that's an important aspect of this book, and, and you're absolutely right, Randall. And that uh, you know we're we're kind of approaching this on more of a neutral ground. We're not saying that you know we're dealing uh, entirely with uh, you know friendly uh, space brothers from uh, the solar system, and we're not dealing uh, you know entirely with. Uh, you know the uh, the evil aliens who who are coming here just to uh, serve us up for dinner. That uh, we can uh, actually um, serve ourselves better and the phenomena better if we take a more neutral ground and try to approach it rather with either with either not with fear. Or adoration, but instead with um, curiosity and um, uh, a, a, a desire to know more about what we are dealing with, whether it is, you know, physical uh, scientists coming from other planets, time travelers, uh, uh, you know, visitors from uh, other realities, what have you. The, the, the idea that we have to either attack them 
and kill them or get down on our knees and worship them, I think these are attitudes that need to go to the wayside. They're they're becoming antiquated and that we need to take on a different way of of looking at this phenomena and uh, and trying to deal with it in a more rational way uh, because I do think and as as you said Randall the you know the, the phenomena a lot of times does tend to uh, adapt itself to our belief structures that if you approach it with fear and hostility you may get that back uh, same way with that if you approach it almost like you were approaching a deity uh, get down on your knees and worship it then you're going to get that back as well so maybe instead uh, you know we approach it more with a, a scientific attitude a, a curiosity attitude it's very cooperative yes. is what it is it's like it's like just the cover. I'm, I'm not sure about all the content inside. Maybe you can give us some examples. But it's like us saying, okay, so you guys are here and you're checking us out in this particular way. What can we do to help accommodate that in some kind of a, a and I'm assuming like you're saying, being neutral in some kind of a positive way? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a very different approach from like we started off at the beginning of the show, having them come down, take on the form of an angel and then uh, add to someone's confirmation bias that they're actually transports from um, heaven or hell or something like that. And then that just confirms that particular view and reinforces it in society. This is a very different approach, and and I, I actually I really like it. So, can you give us any sort of examples, uh, or like cases or oh, something like that from the book? <laughs> um, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to think about that a little bit, uh, Randall, because. Uh, um, uh, that's okay. Yeah, I, well, I mean, you have to. I'm you have known to, for putting people on the spot. So there, there are. Oh no, no, that's that's all right. Uh, you know, there, there, you know, there, there are, 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 are tons of of stories in this book. So I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of one that 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 fits that criteria. And of course, you know, naturally, my mind is 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 going uh, blank right now on <laughs> on, on something like that. But well, that's, uh, that's fine. Let's let's switch switch gears a little bit. We can always come back to that a little bit later if, if one comes to mind. But um, recently we had uh, Dr. Michael Masters on the show and he's mm-hmm. into the idea of uh, UFOs and aliens being time travelers from the future. And I happen to notice that you have uh, uh, penned uh, w- along with Commander X, uh, <laughs> time travel, a how-to insider's guide. So uh, you, you guys have kind of dealt with that subject, too. Maybe let's talk about that a little bit. What, what do you think of the whole time travel scenario? That's uh, that's one of my favorite uh, topics, Randall, and and uh, that seems to be uh, a favorite topic of of. of uh, the audience as well. I always, I always tend to get a lot more uh, response and emails uh, when I talk about uh, uh, this this kind of thing. And uh, that that book that you just mentioned, that's an older version. Uh, I did a, a an updated one called uh, um, 
time travel fact, not fiction, uh, with with more more case studies and 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 and, and more juicy goodness. Um, wow, uh, juice! Wait, 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 wait! Juicy goodness, <laughs> juicy, juicy. Do, do you mean you buy the book and it leaks on your floor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like. Or do you uh, eat? Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute! You eat the cover. That's right. There you go. Uh, cover is edible. <laughs> no, don't eat the cover. You know that might be an interesting way to market books. It's really hard now. <laughs> and that is, instead of just selling a book, you have a cover that you can eat like candy. You can literally eat the book up. Yeah. Well, if you believe it, I guess you've eaten the book up, right? You can devour the book. Devour. Oh, they oh, <laughs> Hey, that's worse than inserting disinfectant into your body to get rid of coronavirus. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, we won't go there. We don't want to think that that can eat. That's a good idea at all. You know, um, seriously speaking, though, time travel is just so fascinating. I was just watching all those old Stargate SG one episodes. Mm-hmm. Ten years of those shows, and they go back through time every so often. Well, so did Star Trek. I was just watching the episode. Do you guys remember the one where they accidentally come upon a black star and they end up going back in time and the Air Force sends up a a jet interceptor to take a picture of it and they end up having to beam the pilot out? And and because in in this episode, the, the USS Enterprise is considered to be a UFO. And they make it disappear before they beam. They first beam down the pilot back to his plane before this event occurred. Going back to time. And then he says, what if I tell? And they said, him, well, it'll just be another UFO. (laughs) And then they take off at warp factor eight or something. I forget. Well, I mean, actually, actually the best time travel show Star Trek did city on the edge of forever. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely good. Well, this one was cool though, because it, it it actually had the enterprise as a UFO, right? And so if, if that's part and a plane chasing it and it becomes part of the UFO culture lore within pop popular culture as well. So, you know, in a way that's pretty cool too. So yeah, no, Star Trek was definitely ahead of its time. Gotta, gotta love some of that stuff. There's, there's also the, uh, the Futurama episode where they accidentally go back in time and end up being the Roswell uh, saucer oh. crashed. <laughs> Futurama is great, but I mean, these are. The, I mean, to me though, it all seems so impossible because it's so full of so many plot holes and everything else. Like, I don't really know how any of it's possible, but it's it's great. It makes for great storytelling. Well, before we go back through time and we assess this seriously, I mean, we're kind of kibitzing here with Tim Swartz, but he wrote a book about the subject. A few weeks back, we had Dr. Michael P. Masters, an academic who also advocates for the possibility that UFOs are piloted by our descendants. Just think about that. More to come with Gene Randall. Tim, you're in the Paracast.
Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. There's so much hand sanitizer on the market, but beware, not all hand sanitizers are created equal. That's why you want to use 2020 Safe Hand Sanitizer. You can trust the hand sanitizer on 2020safe.net to be made with the highest quality ingredients, American-made, with American ingredients, employing Americans. Log on now to 2020safe.net and order your one liter today. Normally $29.99, but reduced to $19.99. So hurry while supplies last and receive a bonus. That's right. You'll receive a 30-count bottle of Immune Booster, a $39.95 value, free, by using code GCN at checkout. Right now, click 2020safe.net. That's 2020safe.net to get our one-liter bottle of high-quality hand sanitizer with your free bonus. A 30-count bottle of Immune Booster valued at $39.95. Remember to enter GCN at checkout. And the bonus is yours, free, 2020safe.net. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So let's focus on the core subject here, Tim Swartz. Mm-hmm. Do you believe, or I feel in some strong way, that maybe there is time travel and that some or all UFOs are visitors from our future? That's one of my favorite uh, speculations about the uh, UFO phenomena is that uh, at least some aspect of it uh, could very well be uh, time travelers. Uh, Because if you are some, you know, future civilization and have managed to, uh, uh, to crack that egg and have the ability to travel into the past, what better way, though, to disguise yourself than to uh, take on the guise of of UFOs and 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 extraterrestrials. I mean, you know from history books that people were seeing these kinds of things. So uh, you know, you go back and say, you know, somebody accidentally runs across you. You're not going to go and say, oh yeah, you know, we're your you know great 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 grandparents uh, from the future. No, you're going to say, yeah, we're. Um, we're aliens from Zeta Reticuli. Yeah, that's what we are. Because face it, 
you know, who's who, who's going to call you out on that? If you're driving down the road and come across the landed flying saucer with guys out walking around and they tell you that they're from another planet, you're probably not going to stand there and call them a liar. <laughs> you know, you're going to go, yeah, that makes sense to me. So if you do have the ability to travel into the past, taking on, you know, the disguise of being uh, uh, extraterrestrials visiting from other planets, that's 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 really a good way to go. Whether or not you can actually, you know, we can actually do that or not, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's 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 a fu- it's a fun mind game and there is, you know, there are a lot of very interesting cases of people who have had communications with UFO beings and these beings have a really good knowledge of the witness's life, a good knowledge of what's going to happen to them in the future, who they're going to marry, when they're, where they're going to end up living. You know, their Uncle Fred's going to die in a car accident two years from now, that sort of thing. It wouldn't be something that you would think that uh, scientists from another, you know, visiting from another planet would have that kind of knowledge. And even if they did, you know, why would they even uh, uh, tell somebody something like that? There's a story about a woman who had a uh, a whirlwind romance with with a gentleman and uh, uh, married to him for like uh, uh, five years, thought she knew everything about him. And then one day he came up to her and said, you know, we're going to go and take a trip. And uh, he apparently drugged her because she said that once that uh, she got in the car, she kind of like started to zone out. And as they were driving along, he was telling her things about what was going to happen to her in the future. He said that she wasn't going to see him again, but that uh, she told him that uh, she would remarry, the house that she would live in, how many kids that she would have. She blanked out and she found herself on an examination table. It, it kind of it kind of turns into uh, almost you know the the typical abduction experience where there were human-looking people standing over her, examining her. And she said that she remembered one of them chuckling and saying to the other, she's going to think that this involved UFOs. And then she, she blanked out and she woke up at home. Her husband was gone. Uh, everything that he, you know, that he had uh, had you know, with her was gone. But the predictions that he had given her on that car trip all came true. So I have always found that story kind of interesting, especially with the, you know, these guys in the white coats uh, uh, just kind of joking around saying, you know, oh, she's going to think this was about UFOs. And so, you know, maybe it was uh, some kind of, of, of time travel type of situation. But like a lot of other uh, bizarre UFO stories, it just uh, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But then again, I mean, I, I suppose that's that's that human bias that I and, and, and others have where we always try to find some kind of meaning to situations. And this this story doesn't seem to have any meaning, except if you consider that, well, maybe this guy was a time traveler for whatever reason. Uh, but um and there, there are other, you know, I mean, if you do the research, you'll find other uh, equally fascinating stories uh, involving UFOs that seem to have a, 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 a time travel, time slip aspect to them. 
Of course, the thing here is that these time travelers, like the one who was supposedly this woman's husband, have a significant effect on the time in which they live. And that gets back to, we kind of talked it over with Dr. Masters, and he posted an alternate theory. But the key here is, okay, if someone comes through time and they swat a fly or something or whatever, anything that causes any kind of change, that can simply accelerate and become a major, major alteration of the time stream. So the question would be then, does that make time travel impossible because of the constant changes? Does time travel open a a new reality? So whatever you do, whatever mischief you cause, well, it's not in this reality. It's on Earth-17. Dr. Matthews, um, he embraces the block universe theory, uh, which says that uh, um, no matter what happens, I mean, the, the, the past, the present, and the future has already been determined. So that if you are a time traveler and you go back into the past, well, it was because you were meant to go into the past and anything that you do in the past already happened. It was meant to happen. So there won't be any uh, paradox like the grandfather paradox uh, because that's, you know, that was ha- that was what happened. You, it, it was it was meant to happen that way. Um so you can't do something like change the past. Okay, we're going to create an event where JFK is not shot in Dallas. Does that mean he'll be shot as soon as he gets back to D.C.? If if you go by the, the idea of the block universe, nothing that you can do when you go into the past would would stop that assassination. Uh, you know, if, if you tried to stop it, it would still happen, and everything that you did had already had already happened. It was it was meant to be that way. Uh, I, I remember there was a, a an old uh, Superman comic where uh, Superman attempted to stop the Lincoln assassination by uh, flying by really fast and grabbing the bullet uh, as it. Uh, exited the uh, the gun, uh, but when he got back to uh, his time, he found that the bullet had accidentally been sliced in two, and the assassination still happened. So that's that's uh, you know that's kind of the block universe, you know. Idea. Okay. No matter no matter what you do, it's it happened. <laughs> well, in Superman the movie, which by the way that scene was supposed to be in the second movie, not the first, but whatever. In Superman the movie, to save Lois Lane's life, he spins around Earth faster and faster to go back through time. And by going back through time, he saves Lois's life. So he changed the past. Or we're saying, well, he would have done that anyway. Lois Lane would not have died. He would have saved her. And that's where it happens. That's it. (laughs) No matter what he did, the real past was Superman saving Lois. (laughs) Yeah, I I hate that ending. (laughs) I do, too. But like I said, it was considered originally for the second movie. And then the producers got in some kind of problem creatively or whatever with Richard Donner, the original director of Superman, the movie. And therefore, Superman 2, they reshot some of the footage. And Richard Lester, who also did Help in Hard Day's Night, Richard Lester was credited with being the director of Superman 2. 
even though to some degree he was reusing the old footage. Why are we talking about this? We're talking about time travel. Tim Swartz, Gene Steinberg, Jay Randall Murphy, you're in. The Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Attention business owners, body slammed by overwhelming debt. If your business is in trouble, hassled by creditors, if you're frustrated, finally fed up with big business bailouts while your business has been left for dead, please listen close. There's a brand new fast track bankruptcy. Some have even called it the biggest small business bailout in American history. Designed for individuals and their businesses. And look, almost no one knows about this yet. My attorney wasn't even aware of it. The truth is, beating the system has never been easy because it's rigged in a sense against the little guy. But here's the jaw-dropping news nobody's talking about. They've literally just changed the system so that you can beat it. But only if you understand how the new game has to be played. Find out if you qualify at pocketsoflight.com. This government-backed small business repair program is still legal, but may not be renewed after the election. Fight back fairly. Fight back ethically at pocketsoflight.com. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, Get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Want to dominate the stock market in 2021? Looking for higher profit potential? With the COVID vaccines, a shifting political landscape, and a new year, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how. Make 2021 your year. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance and maximize your gains. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy.
Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, Dr. Masters block theory. You can't change the past. It's already there. Isn't that kind of like the movie Arrival, where the aliens, the... Heptapods communicate through time. Yes, very much. I love that movie, by the way. That Tell our yeah. listeners about it. I really loved it, but it is not something that you can just get if you don't pay attention. It starts out with the main protagonist. You know, is Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, I can't remember what the, uh, the, the actress's name was. Um, Amy but- Adams. ADMs. Okay, she, uh, you know, she's going about her day, you know, with her daughter and uh, and all that. It's been a while since I've seen this. Now, she's a linguistics expert, and she is called in after uh, spaceships land at various points around the planet, and it's it's part of her job to try to communicate with these beings who use a, a way of communicating that is, it involves more like, uh, um, gosh, how, how would you describe it? Like symbolism almost, like symbols uh, on, on, on the uh, floating in the air or around them. But the main point of the story is that they are – knowledgeable of the past, the present, and the future. They see it all at the same time, and they realize that if they don't come to Earth at that point and develop communications, that in a future event that there's going to be some kind of cataclysm that kills the aliens, and it will be people from Earth um, who will be able to save them. Uh, but uh, at, at some point, there is a... And because it involves time uh, uh, perceptions, Gene, it's 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 hard for me to remember how this placement goes. But the Chinese are going to go and bomb one of the ships that landed on their soil, and um, she is able to communicate with an ambassador that she knows not to do this because she is remembering this event from the future. I'm not doing this description justice. It's a very smart movie. You watch it, you pay attention. And the only thing that worries me is if E.T. is so damned advanced, Hmm. wouldn't they figure out a way to communicate with us without all this rigmarole? But then you have to have a film that lasts (laughs) for two hours. That's right. That's right. You see, that's part of it right there. Why should we need to communicate with E.T.? If they can figure out how to get here from another galaxy, another star system, surely they know how to communicate with us somehow. 
and therefore we should not need to learn a new language. Well, that's always been my point, Gene, when it comes to these people who have built, you know, like these uh, UFO landing pads with uh, uh, flashing lights and attempt to uh, communicate with the UFOs. My argument has always been, if they've been coming here all this time, they already know how to communicate with us. They just don't want to. So, I mean, you can flash the lights at the landing pad all you want. They're just going to ignore you. You can basically go up and say, howdy. How the heck are you? And they will respond in E.T. Or they'll have a universal translator. You see, that's how they did in Star Trek. They didn't want to have to go through the titles and everything, so they gave a universal translator, which mostly works. Now, in the TV show Stargate SG-1, after like the first episode where everybody's talking in Ga'u language, the serpent language, or ancient Egyptian, they speak English, and that's it. Very, very little explanation as to why. I mean, it's like changes in the character, like Christopher Judge, who plays Teal'c, the alien with the crazy tattoo on his forehead. He's bald through most of the TV series. Beginning in season eight, he grows hair. And the reason is, he says he was so uncomfortable shaving his head every day that finally, after seven years... The producers said, okay, okay, we'll let you grow your hair starting in season number eight. This is true. And therefore, he could grow his hair. (laughs) TV And then they would ask him a couple of times, gee, your hair looks different. And that's it. He never answers. He looks at them. He stares. This serious. I've been looking at the episode. Suddenly, he's got hair. (laughs) That's funny. Well, okay, so with the time travel thing... That it, it does make for interesting stories, but the thing is, is you, is you can't have it both ways, right? It's either if you're it's, if it's a block universe, then everything is predestined. There is no changing the past, the or the future. There is only whatever slice of time you happen to be in at that moment. It's like a frame in a film strip, and that's all you get. But there's a lot of people that say, well, no, it, it can change. It's, of course it changes because it seems like there is such a thing as cause and effect and that therefore it's dynamic. One thing leads to another by virtue of what has come before. Now, it is possible that in a block universe, everything was created in a flash to be that way. That's the only way that that could happen. It's conceivable that it could be that way. But then you don't get it both ways. You don't get to say, oh, well, I'm going to go back and change the future so that now when it gets to be 100 years from now, it's completely different than it's already laid out. But people do seem to want to have it both ways. And that's just not possible in the block universe model. Mm-hmm. But like Gene was saying, well, then there is the other interpretation, like the many worlds interpretation, where okay, perhaps we've got two different universes. They were both set in motion at exactly the same time, and they evolve in exactly the same way, or maybe two entirely different block universes that are allowed to change and spawn new universes. So you could have, say, someone from one universe coming over to this one, and because their universe is evolving faster or was started at a different time, they're in a different position. So to them, from their perspective, coming to this universe would seem like they've either gone backward or forward in time, depending on where 
in their time they're from. But that's a completely different thing than what most people think of when they think of time travel. I like the idea that if that that we have a paradox-free reality, and that if you do manage to be able to travel into the past and, say, accidentally kill your grandfather, that you then create an entirely new timeline that exactly branch, that yeah. branches off from that one. Where and and. and uh, the only problem with that is that more than likely uh, you still would not be able to return to your own timeline uh, because you're you're now in this, uh, this this new branch of time and you could go into the uh, uh, back into the future but it's not going to be your future yeah your future is now no longer accessible uh, to you uh, you know that it, it it could be that uh, uh, well, it could be, but then you just end up branching into another, branching mm-hmm. off a whole other universe again. We've that got one, more right? to come. Another universe, perhaps. We'll see on the other side with Gene Randall and Tim. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions, silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The second impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump ended Saturday, with Trump being acquitted of inciting the riots at the Capitol on January 6th. 57 senators voted to convict, while 43 voted to acquit, falling short of the two-thirds majority needed for conviction. Representative Eric Swalwell said he knew more in the room were uncomfortable with the former president's actions that day. But the California Democrat tells CNN that he believes he and his fellow impeachment managers made their case to the American people. The number of senators who said guilty today did not match the number of senators I watched over days who were concerned and moved and bothered by what Donald Trump did. I can't explain why uh, they could not find the will to say guilty, uh, but I think the American people forever know uh, just who Donald Trump is uh, and uh, what he did not do when we needed him. This is USA Radio News. Seven Republicans joined all 50 Senate Democrats Saturday in voting to convict former President Donald Trump of inciting the January 6th riots at the Capitol in his second impeachment trial. Maine Senator Susan Collins was one of those Republicans, and she explained her vote on the Senate floor, saying she believed President Trump's actions that day were a betrayal of his oath of office. My vote in this trial stems from my own oath 
and duty to defend the Constitution of the United States. The abuse of power and betrayal of his oath by President Trump meet the constitutional standard of high crimes and misdemeanors. And for those reasons, I voted to convict Donald J. Trump. This is USA Radio News. You hear the headlines. You know health insurance is a real mess right now. Premiums have skyrocketed, and in most cases, you're stuck with your plan until open enrollment. But there's a government rule that allows you to qualify for lower health insurance rates if your life has changed. That means if you've changed jobs, if you're having a child, if you're getting married, if you're getting divorced, even if you run a small business or you're self-employed, this law may qualify you to get lower health insurance rates. Call the health insurance hotline today learn how this 10-minute call can help you get lower health insurance rates this is a free service to help consumers learn the laws to help them qualify for lower health insurance rates so call right now to learn more 800-670-0946 800-670-0946 call 800-670-0946 800-670-0946 Hi, this is James Fox. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. The other thing is here, in addition to having, you know, 26,000 alternate realities or 20 million or whatever, is the sheer number of UFOs that are being seen. If they're visitors from another time stream, future, whatever, so many, I mean, gosh, it's like time travelers are all over the place. You think, in the future, do they have any regulations controlling time travel? Do they understand the consequences? Well, that's the, uh, that's the aspect of what we were talking about before the break, that uh, uh, there are no consequences. You could go back in the past and uh, uh, you, you, know, you, you could go back to prehistoric time and uh, shoot as many dinosaurs as you want. You know, it's not going to affect uh, the world that you originally came from uh, because you know, the, the, the timeline just branches off away from there into something else. Uh, right, but also yeah. the number of dinosaurs may not impact the number of humans that are around. Right. Unless they exist simultaneously. (laughs) Well, it it could. It could change timelines. So if you think about it, like, let's suppose that instead of it, it being a block universe, they are evolving universes. And that when you go back or, well, let's say not back in time, but say you're coming from another universe and you're going to one where there are dinosaurs and that universe is evolving and you're going right to that point in time where that universe is evolving at its very leading edge and you kill off everything and destroy the planet, it will never evolve mm-hmm. into whatever it would have evolved otherwise, right? Right. There's always going to be, you know, consequences. There's always going to be a butterfly effect, whether or not it affects your reality. That's the argument that, you know, physicists are going to have to, you know, be considering, you know, in the future, if somebody does develop a uh, uh, time travel uh, theory. 
One of the things that I that I have found really interesting about the you know the the whole discussion about uh, uh, time travel is the uh, 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 the phenomena of time slips, and that's where somebody say you know they're walking down the street and all of a sudden they seem to find themselves uh, uh, sometime in the past you know rather than a concrete sidewalk they they're on a, a brick sidewalk the cars disappear as horse drawn carriages uh, some people were that they can even, you know, uh, smell the smoke in the air and, you know, hear, you know, hear people you know, talking back and forth. And uh, a lot of times it, it, it fades away and they find themselves back in the present, you know, on the on the face of it. And, you know, I've done a lot of research on this and had talked to a lot of people who have had this happen to them. It sounds very much like uh, th- that this person has actually experienced a past event. Did they actually go into the past uh, was it more like a uh, say like a embedded memory in that location that they were able to access you know like a like a you know magnetic tape or you know a, a digital uh, playback that only some people are, are are able to perceive it's it's a possibility uh, you know i've i've started leading more to the idea that there may actually be alternate realities that you know uh, parallel worlds in the science fiction term you know that that flow alongside of of this reality that they may not necessarily be uh, uh in the same exact timeline as ours some may be you know a little you know, further ahead of us you know which would seem to us to be the future some may be behind us which you know would be the past and somehow some people are able to access that reality. You know, right. Sometimes, it, they yes. talk about like these dimensional portals mm-hmm. for lack of a better, you know, when we say dimensional, well, I think we're talking about a, like a trans universal portal where somehow through some process that we don't understand whether, you know, it's a cut and paste kind of thing, like some kind of matrix or, or there's, there's a, an information conduit or something opens up. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, we had Walter Bosley back on the show, and he talked about some a really interesting experience he had in Disneyland, mm-hmm. where he, he believes that he actually met a person from the past who had found himself in Disneyland from another time. And he's he's got a picture of this guy and everything. It's really it was a really interesting story uh, for people who haven't checked out that episode. You got to go back and listen to that. And I absolutely love these accounts. Uh, they're totally fascinating for sure. By the way, Walter Bosley's on the January thirty first, two thousand twenty one episode. Doctor Michael P. Masters, January twenty fourth. Carry on. Tim, what do you think about, I mean, when we're talking about this, what do you think about the Mandela effect? Mm -hmm. Are you one of the people that remember Mandela dying in jail or one of the people that that remember him getting out of jail and becoming or are you one of the people who remember both? (laughs) I definitely remember that he didn't die in jail and that, you know, he was let out and became president of of, uh, South Africa for, for quite a while. Yeah, I do have, and I don't know. You know, it's uh, I don't know if it's the Mandela effect or just just my own bad memory. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, every once in a while, I'll be reading the news, and a celebrity, you know, like a certain person has, has passed away, and I'll be like, 
I thought this person was already dead. Yeah. And, and have distinct yeah. memories of yeah. reading this before. Yeah. Uh, that happens to me quite a bit. Um, there was uh, um, Harvey Firestein. Now, there's the, see, there was an example that I could have sworn that uh, maybe about five years ago that I had read that he had passed away uh, from throat cancer. And, uh, and and then, you know, God, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, here he pops up in, uh, uh, I think he was in like a play or something like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought, I thought Harvey Firestein was dead. Uh, but I thought that happened a couple of times. So, you know, is it a Mandela effect or is it just my bad memory? I, I, I think that a lot of these cases that people refer to you know like the uh, misspelling or mispronunciation of those of the baron berenstein bears berenstein bears right you know, i i, I or, think it's just a, a situation where the you know their their memory hasn't served them very well <laughs> but then there's other ones and and we talk about well there's the jiff or jiffy peanut mm-hmm. butter which one is it right right, right. um right. and but yeah. there's there's the james bond one uh gene I forget exactly which movie it was from, but but we definitely remember Jaws, the character Jaws, and he has these these chrome kind of teeth, and he can bite through cables, and he's he's on the side of the villains, he's like, like the enforcer, and then there's another character Dolly, who who is this sweet woman, and at the end these two get together, and we see Dolly smile, and she's got braces so he's got all right but apparently she never did have braces no yeah that was that was from the movie uh, moonraker okay it was the movie moonraker (laughs) the actress is blanche rabelick okay now the thing here is that officially and certainly the memory of the people who were in the movie is that she did not wear braces at all. I remember that she did. And yes. Richard Keel doesn't remember it that way, I don't think. He no, was actually, like, he did. He swore. Oh, he did. His, he swore to his deathbed, the guy who played Jaws, that she did have braces. He himself, you can find that online. I mean, if it's true, but I mean, that's what he says, according to the articles that I looked up. Well, you see, what we can do is look for interviews that he did. Now, Richard Keel did a number of recorded interviews. He was a very smart, gentle guy. The thing about that movie also, and the previous one in which he appeared, is that the audiences took to his character because there was a sense of humanity, that he was really a nice guy, despite being saddled with these crazy teeth and biting people's necks or whatever he did. Despite being a murderer, people liked him because, again, he was such a nice guy in person. We've got more to come, not about Richard Keel or Dolly. With Gene Randall and Tim, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. 
With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, simulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com, or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 
Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. As people know, Tim Schwartz works with Tim Beckley. How is Tim doing these days, by the way? Oh, he's, the other uh, Tim. Yeah, the other Tim Beckley. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we uh, uh, we have a show of our own called Exploring the Bizarre. Uh, well, that fits uh, Tim Beckley perfectly. Right. And uh, we're often referred it referred to. It's like the, the, the Tim and Tim show. And sometimes we have a guest whose name is also Tim. And then it gets even more confusing. <laughs> this was like, for example, when Chris O'Brien was co-host and we get Chris Rutkowski on. But now we just have one Tim. Let's continue this discussion here at the end of the day. And we're going to have you back for after the Paracast, by the way. We're going to stick you in the chair for 45 minutes after this, and you will not be able to get up. But the thing about after the Paracast is there will be no restrictions in language. Anyway, after all this, with time travelers and everything, having written 26,000 books for Tim Beckley, what do you think the things are? That's the, uh, the $6 billion question, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to come right out and say, I don't know. I, I try not to develop a belief system on any of this stuff, because as soon as you start believing in something, then that closes your mind to new facts and, and new information. I do think that uh, all the things that we have talked about tonight probably has some basis in reality. I think that you know people do see UFOs, where they come from, what they ultimately are. I have no idea. Time travel, I think that there probably is a very good possibility that at some future date, uh, either on our own or maybe with the help of somebody else, that that we'll be able to develop it. But uh, I think that there is a paranormal aspect to all of this as well, that that clouds the water, so to speak, even more, that makes it even more difficult to separate all of this out. And maybe that's maybe that's the point. You know, maybe we're not ready yet to understand completely all of the strange things that we run across in this reality, you know, because face it, I mean, our brains are still set up to hide in the bushes so the tigers don't eat us. And to start thinking about far out topics like life on other planets or or the ability to travel through time or what reality is outside of our brains outside of our senses i don't think we're quite ready uh, for that yet it's probably going to be another you know maybe 10,000 years before we reach that point but there are the ancient philosophers. We've been pondering this for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that we've gotten any closer, but there are scientists that are taking the idea that this universe is some kind of a generated construct, like a, some kind of a matrix-type uh, setup, that they're taking that very seriously. If that's the case, then all of a lot of these things could become very, very possible. Instantaneous transportation, vanishing, ta- you know, it's seeming like time travel, all of that stuff could become a possibility if if that's the case, because the grand system or whatever it is, all it needs to do is just 
change it to however it wants to change it. I think there's a lot of good evidence that the universe and our reality is some kind of uh, of simulation. What the source of that simulation is, you know, who knows? Are we just in some kind of, of petri dish in somebody's uh, a laboratory in an even wide, uh, wider universe, or more along the line, you know, esoteric? You know, are we somebody's dream? You know, in a in a in a big cosmic mind because if you look at some of the pictures that have come out of the different galaxies and groupings of galaxies across the parts of the universe that we have been able to photograph both optically and using uh, radio photography it almost looks like the cells of a brain i find that really fascinating so possibly the universe could be somebody else's brain the bigger we go is it any different than when than the smaller we go it's a little charm in somebody's necklace (laughs) (laughs) i mean men in black think Mm -hmm. about it yeah that was a great ending yeah that was classic it was and and, you know i i don't think that that is really that far outside of the realm of possibility because if you do i mean you know you look at what we're able to see now in the tiniest parts of of quanta comparing it to the largest parts that we're are are able to see in the universe and and unfortunately right now it's only you know really just a small part there doesn't seem to be any difference you know the bigger you go it's big a mystery either way. Yes. Yeah. Like we don't it, we really don't know when it comes to reality or existence itself how anything really got here. I mean, we could say, oh, it was the Big Bang, but of course then there's the question, well, what about before that? And then you know, some people say, Well, there just wasn't anything before that. But that doesn't make any sense. That's just to me, that's just a cop out, right? So people <laughs> come up with the idea, well, this universe before that actually emerged from another universe. And then you get into the whole infinite regression thing. Just going back to before in our last segment, by the way, uh, when it comes to people who we thought had passed on and then we find out they're still alive. One for me was, well, there was Mandela. I'm one of those people that swear I saw, you know, the whole funeral procession. It was a big deal and everything mm-hmm. else. And that when he came out of jail, I thought it was an imposter. Mm-hmm. I thought somebody had, had taken his place and that somebody would, would be on this and figure it out. And then, then it just turned into this Mandela thing, and which, I mean, it's really quite bizarre. And I'm certainly not alone in that. But when it came to celebrities... I swore that there was a news thing. It was on the radio. It was in the paper. It wasn't a very big deal, but David Crosby. And then I'm in this bookstore, and he's written this book, and I'm like, I thought he was dead, (laughs) right? And apparently not. In the same vein, I think there was a feeling that Joni Mitchell was dead. And she's not, by the way. She's been very ill, but she's not dead. And she was a contemporary and former lover of David Crosby, I think, so... It kind of puts it in the same vein. Of course, we don't want to get into that because people do sometimes think certain performers are dead, sometimes because they haven't done anything for a while. Oh, that person hasn't done anything. Maybe they're dead. Yeah, they brought it back with using, uh, using holograms. They're doing things with motion capture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Fisher has been in two movies since she died. Right, right. Think about that. Peter, Peter Cushing, yeah. Same, they did the same thing with Peter, Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing, of course. He died and he was in, what, how many different movies? I mean, I hope really that his estate is getting money. 
from the movies that yeah, we create. Yeah. But the other thing is with motion capture, there's a point there where basically we don't need any actors. We can recreate them, although not exactly, because motion capture is where they're actually taking an actor and duplicating what that actor is doing by CGI. And if you ever want to see an interview about how that's done and how complicated, Christopher Judge, who played Teal'c in Stargate, also did a, I think it's a video game or a, a role where he did motion capture. And he explains in an interview how complicated it is compared to regular acting. Tim Swartz is not acting when he tells us, where can we find more of your stuff? All right. Well, all of my books, you can uh, go to Amazon. Just type in uh, uh, Tim Swartz. They'll all come out in their juicy glory, as I said before. Uh, you can visit uh, our website that I share with uh, Timothy Green Beckley and others at conspiracyjournal.com. Just one word, conspiracyjournal.com. And, of course, there's uh, Exploring the Bazaar, the uh, uh, radio show that uh, Beckley and myself, uh, we do it Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on the KCO our digital radio network. You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. We're certainly on Facebook. You can also find official 1,000% genuine Paracast merchandise. Go to theparacast.shop, theparacast.shop. Check out the Paracast Plus at theparacast.plus, where we offer a version of the show free of the network ads, the After the Paracast podcast, with extra content like Tim Swartz will be back. For more, we are offering... For five-year and lifetime subscriptions, a free coupon code for the phenomenon, the James Fox UFO movie. And that's only as applies last, because each coupon code is unique. For more information about the Paracast Plus, go to theparacast.plus. Jim Swartz, thanks for being one of our favorite Tims and joining us on the Paracast. Uh, thank you, Gene and Randall. I had a great time tonight, and I hope uh, your audience enjoyed it as well. Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.